I'm recording. Do we begin the show? Like, welcome. Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome to Chicken and the Nuggets. Uh, can we uh, begin the show? Indeed, Noah. My name is Jacob Rupp. Joining me, as always, is Noah Reynolds, the Bulldog. Noah Reynolds. Woof, woof, woof. You are joining me, Bulldog and the Rupp. We are here coming live from Denver, Colorado. This is Chicken and the Nuggets. It is mm-hmm. 6 p.m. local time, Denver, Colorado. Thank you so much for having me, Jacob. I am the Bulldog. Dog for short. Um, uh, go eat your mail. You yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. I hate the mailman. I'll eat your mail. Um, just in general, mail things. I'll chase my tail. Um, I'll pee on a, a fire hydrant. Mm-hmm. Um, we are here. Thanks for joining us. Yes. This is the podcast. We are in. Um, I'm looking at my calendar. It is June 27th. So um, you're probably being like, well, not a whole lot of basketball going on. Of course, the WNBA, which Jacob and I um, are getting our allies, into. Our allies. Yeah. We're allies um, of the WNBA, but, yes, but, yes. But unfortunately for us, the Denver does not have a WNBA team for us to follow. So we haven't been um, as good about that for our non-existent team. But there is no basketball being played. However, there is basketball occurrences. Um, and of course, still chicken to be had, and and this is just the usual thing as we as we um, trudge so before our way we get the going. Season, Jacob. Now before we get no, going, no, no, I know. Uh, before we get going, yes, before yeah. we get going, whatever happened to fire hydrants? You know, Jesus Christ. Okay, you don't want to go on a fire hydrant riff with me? Where did all? I mean, still maybe fires. you just haven't caused enough fires. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's me from for being three. used a lot in the civil rights era. I'll tell you that. Mm. Thick. No, I've been watching a lot of documentaries. Jacob, for some reason, is mad at me that the fire hydrant bit stopped the podcast dead in its tracks. But um, he's no selling me on that. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, no, Jacob, I haven't noticed that there are no. You know, so be I'll know so you right back. You know. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast. <laughs> My point oh. thesis is we still have. Beloved listener, we're going to get into so much stuff. I'm so excited to talk. Hey, we haven't Jacob. talked about the Denver Nuggets draft yet, Noah. So I'm Denver pretty Nuggets excited draft. to break a into that. Going on even in the, um, the greater NBA, you know, we've got yes. some crybabies over there in Brooklyn. We've got some crybabies over there in Phoenix. Um, who's who's to say the, the makeup of the National Basketball Association come October? Spooky times, um, exciting times, but um, certainly Halloween, once Halloween comes around, things will be different, I imagine. It, it does feel like Halloween, doesn't it? No, I'm just like in a totally. weird way. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm wearing my um, my Bill Clinton mask right now. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, viewers of the podcast can listen to that. And uh, we do have a uh, brand new uh, Patreon, um, but it's they're only through our OnlyFans. So you have to subscribe to the OnlyFans and then you get to the Patreon and then you can watch uh, Noah do the podcast as Bill Clinton mask. That's right. Yes. Um, yes. And of course, you know that. Listeners, listeners right. Know. You guys know that. Um, so first things first, Jacob, we did as we do. We ate some chicken this week. Um, and this was kind of a real event type week. What do you think about that? I think that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Um, a real event kind of centered chicken event meal uh-huh. Uh-huh. thing. Um, and, um, I don't know. Do you want me to, do you want me to paint the picture a little bit? Do you want to start? Um, so, uh, like we mentioned, we're allies, you know, me and Noah, let's, let's just get that yeah, off yeah. the top front. No, we're allies to pretty much anybody. Um, but especially, um our uh, lgbtq uh, friends uh lgbtq plus friends and uh um in the various sorts and uh we went to pride this weekend noah because we are not also uh only allies but we're also just people of the town you know and this was a mm-hmm. huge event happening and we like to keep our uh, finger on the pulse if you will well absolutely i like to keep my finger on the pulse um, of of this city we live mm-hmm. in, which you and I live and breathe. Um, we also were there in a, a work capacity. You know, you and I were were um, passing out pamphlet via your um, your ally of a wife and um, mm-hmm. um, how active she is. We were we were doing. I would say more than what she was doing, and she was there actually on her job. So we were talking to people about contraception and um, reproductive health and um, doing a lot. 
in that mm-hmm. sense. So we were, yeah, we were there certainly fingering the pulse um, in many different ways. Uh, and I think that was really cool of us to do. <laughs> very um, cool. Very cool. Very, um, you know, uh, progressive of us. Yes, yeah. yes, for sure. You know, and, and uh, I don't want to, you know, take away from other people, but it was mostly about us being there. Uh, so we were the, the focal point, I think, of the two days. We were only there one day, but certainly the day mm-hmm. before that we weren't there. I think that it was about us, too. Yes. Um, um, one could say that the vibes were a little um, off because of a little uh, a little club called the Supreme Court. <laughs> you know, a little student club. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> And Jacob, I know you're very well versed in all of the various constitutional uh, things. Do you want to go into that in any further details or? So I would go into further details, but unfortunately, uh, I did take AP government in high school, Noah, oh, wow. okay. and I got caught cheating on a test in that class. Uh, and then you and got I expelled? Was, I was full on, that was a different incident, <laughs> and I was full on uh, turned around in my chair looking at a person's test, like, in the back. That's how much I didn't know, you know? I was like, branches? Those are supposed to be on trees. Huh? <laughs> yeah well we're in a post row world jacob so it's certainly <laughs> time has not run out mm-hmm. um yes there was a, a paul it's, was it's a shame that women have to live with dumb kids like me you know what i mean <laughs> yeah or, or teach them or any sort of thing like that mm-hmm. um but yeah uh as i was saying a paul was certainly cast over the festival and this was a festival Denver, Colorado is home to the third largest um, pride festival in the country, Mm -hmm. um, only after, I believe, um, New York City and Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Second joke. Um, But um, and and this is the first one I think they've had since the pandemic. And and boy, howdy, was it crowded. And and man, do I hate crowds. And I think, Jacob, you do, too. Yes, that was my main takeaway from. And the I think I think that we kind of came off as being uncomfortable, but for the reason that it was crowded, not because perhaps um, people were uh, more open about um, themselves than maybe I'm used to. Certainly, I'm I'm projecting, um, but for the most part, is because it was crowded, mm-hmm. and um, I was um, dressed inappropriately. And um, there were a lot of lines. And maybe that's how we transition into our, our food experience. Yes, yes. So our food experience, Noah, um, so, so now that we, we were claiming that we're allies and uh, that, uh, you know, we, we love everybody and uh, the vibes were great, uh, you know, maybe the vibes weren't great um, mm. because just how many people are around, uh, this is the first time in a long time where I thought about the coronavirus. I haven't thought about it for a couple months, uh, but just being around so many people, I was like, yes. And then it was very hard to uh, navigate a simple uh, walk around, um, right. which, which, uh, and me, you know, uh, we're we're not big people. Uh, this is it's not easy for us, and we we're have big also, personalities, though. We have big personalities, and maybe we not big, in stature. Yes, and we have big penises, but that's the, right. beside the point. And you know, we left them at home. Uh, but you know, we're, and we're also, I think, uh, I would describe us as polite walkers as well. So we're not. <laughs> <laughs> cutting off people it be, it it makes it a difficult trek it makes also, it a people, difficult walk around to be fair also yes jacob and i were out of our element i was essentially in that version that festival's version of a tuxedo in that i had <laughs> shorts and a shirt on <laughs> and um you know people's <laughs> people's balls and dicks and pussies and tits were out all over the place mm-hmm. so yes i was i had my hands in my pockets i was being extremely respectful on my best goddamn behavior we sound like such squares jacob i sound like some fucking <laughs> vietnam well, vet let's get- who's going that we're so promiscuous i have to be honest and we're so liberal and open about all things in life so this actually was very cool to finally go to a festival of my um I don't want to say my people, but certainly people who are like me. Like-minded. Yes. Thank you, like-minded. Individuals, yes. Um, but They're, I hated the crowds, and I hated yes. the lines, and it made it miserable. Yes, and, and let's just say any festival run like this where you have to go up to a place, uh, get buy tickets to yeah, let's buy 
food. So you have to go to one truck where there's a bunch of lines to uh, buy tickets to give to the food trucks, um, which I guess I have been to like a taco festival, which was ran like this, but it wasn't as packed. So it was easier to go buy tickets first. Right. So this is, uh, again, again, I'm, you did explain it well, but again, this is like um, the currency of the festival is tickets that you have to buy and rebuy. Yes. If you want to buy the paper Bitcoin, if you will. Exactly. Uh, yes. Well, essentially what this is, is it's like a Chuck E. Cheese. Cause that's what you do at Chuck E. Cheese. If you want mm-hmm. to participate in, um, in Chuck E. Cheese, you, you transfer your, um, you know, your American dollar currency into paper tickets. And, um, and that's what you had to do if you wanted to get any such sustenance at this festival, food, water, anything you had to buy their special currency, um, American dollars were not accepted here, essentially. Yes, yes, essentially that. And um, so that's uh, combined with the large lines made a very uh, hard for us to find a place that was accessible to eat something. Uh, and so we're looking around for chicken, no other were turkey legs. We already covered turkey and Thanksgiving, so we knew that was off. Uh, you know, we, we kind of uh, dipped our toes into like a, a buffalo chicken wrap. We thought about this wrap place, um, which ended up not being uh, the choice. And then we also really considered, I think, a place that was just straight up selling uh, like uh, chicken kebab type things, right? Chicken teriyaki. Chicken on teriyaki stick. on a stick. And uh, that and I line. Made a J- Jeff yes, Dunham it, joke. Oh yeah, 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 yes. It, it, it's like a yeah, yeah. It's like a draft on thing, and uh, but uh, that line was uh, insanely long, uh, and and I bet that was probably the food hit of the festival. Um, but you know, Noah, we ended up at a great little food truck called Dude Bro Taco, and Dude Bro Taco we got, and we what did we eat at Dude Bro Taco, Noah? Well, Jacob, um, we ate what we could afford. <laughs> yes, because, um, yes, uh, l- let's make that even more clear that when you go up to the first truck to buy tickets, uh, uh, you get 15 tickets for a set amount of, uh, of money, and you're not sure what the conversion rate is. Uh, you're not at any like, of the other places. At, at any of the other places, could they could be 10 tickets for a water or whatever, which I think it was like six most places. Uh, so... That's the kind of uh, thing we're looking at. So we had, we got in this line uh, blind uh, and and already with a short deck of cards, if you will. And also, a lot of the places, and by places we mean food trucks and and you know vendors and stuff. They have the amount of tickets that their things are worth on tiny little placards at the front of each of their um, venues, which is just not helpful. So yes, um, this was, um, disorganized and yeah, so we didn't know how much, (laughs) how we really didn't know what we were going to get Jacob until, um, we got to the front of the line and we saw that there was a chicken thing. Um, this is of course, after waiting in line for, I want to say certainly at least a half hour, but it could have been more. Um, yeah, I kind of blacked out. I did too. I was furious. Um, and also hungry at that point. And it was probably two or three. Um, but we got a total of 45 tickets and we got to the front of line. Um, and we decided to get the chicken tacos. I'm looking at it right now, the slow roasted chicken tacos. Um, one taco was 10 tickets and, um, one, you could buy one sheet of tickets, which contained 15 tickets. That's the minimum amount of increment of tickets you can buy so one taco is um two-thirds of (laughs) so why not make like a ticket like why do you have to get there's like you're adding another type of currency in sheets like you get a sheet of tickets right yeah uh, exactly <laughs> and then like why don't you just buy tickets um uh, and we haven't even talked like, about the food no yet. we haven't <laughs> talked about checking yet and we're gonna sound like bigoted assholes just being like oh they and, and it's our fault for being dumb and can't figure out this festival mm, fine um but i was gonna say um Anyway, so we got there. We realized that we probably should have gotten more tickets, but also, you know, it was just going to be too much of a hassle. People, we saw people, you know, who were obviously spending the whole week in there because it's the, you know, 
big festival for them who were spending like $300, $400 on tickets, um, which is good. Um, so getting anyway, back to the economy, which we support. Right. I know. And we did essentially. Anyway, I'm, I'm bearing the lead. We got four tacos for a total of 40 tickets, mm-hmm. which left us five tickets no, because how many Which left us 15 tickets, 15 tickets and left then over that got us two orders. So that's what right. we're looking at. So we got two orders, uh, four tacos to split. And we got the slow roasted chicken, which was pretty good. No, I really like the chicken. I thought the actual chicken on the taco, uh, you can taste that it was slow roasted, you know, maybe a little too slow. Uh, it's a little Kyle Anderson out there. But um, other than that, uh, very good chicken. Um, and then uh, what did you think about the tacos? Noah? Um, I thought they were good. Um, you know, they had some cojita, which I always like. Um, you asked for no onions, which obviously... Um, I like the onions. I think, uh, and we talked about this in our um, in our debrief a little bit beforehand, pre-show prep um, about the spice that they even asked us. Um, they were like, "Do you want this spicy, or or do you want this normal, or really spicy?" I think they even made a point about emphasizing that it was going to be really spicy. And you and I both said spicy. And not only was this thing not spicy, but it seemed maybe it seemed particularly mild um, yeah and i asked them i was like how many tickets do i have to give you for it to be right. spicy um and they didn't like that at all they thought no. that was a mean sarcasm they could tell we were mocking the whole system <laughs> um and i think we've had this conversation about spice jacob about whether it's a marketing scheme whether it's a way for people um companies and corporations to just you know jerk people's dicks and stuff about spice or whether it's like a societal thing about people can't actually handle it, you know, and it's a, people are so litigious in this country that God forbid somebody gets a spicy thing and it's too spicy and they're not Mm -hmm. prepared for it. You know who I blame? I blame that old lady who got her legs burnt by McDonald's coffee. Yes. Um, I think we all do, but yes, because now people just know they can sue whoever they want. I know. And it's, and it's absurd. And what it has done, Jacob is for this particular example is it's, it's um, a detriment to flavor. Now we are being allies to both sides. So we're also allies to that lady. And I don't know if you saw pictures, but her legs were pretty messed up. Really? No, I don't, I don't pay attention to the news. Um, so this is specifically what was in it. Slow cooked tender spiced chicken served with onions, cilantro, house, or spicy salsa. I want to make a point that it doesn't neither. Yeah. It, um, not, it wasn't a house either. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, not house salsa, because it was um a food truck and a <laughs> Mexican cheese blend. Yeah, truck. Um, so yes, it was good and it was slow roasted, I agree. Um, shredded chicken. Um, which is hard to usually get right. And um, food truck. Do you want to talk about food truck experiences? We've, I, I don't know how many times I had a food truck chicken finger place once when we ate at different places. It was delicious. But yeah. in terms of an overall dining experience, yeah, um, so we haven't really, yeah, tackled like a, a food truck. I do remember the one you ate. Is that in the church? At the church? That's right. That, that was a in. that was a classic episode. Classic episode. We all remember that. Uh, we all remember that, and we all know how to get to the only fans through the uh, Patreon. Yes. And um, but uh, I I do I I do like food trucks. Uh, I I I mostly associate them with breweries now. Because I guess breweries, is it true they have to have a food truck? Is that what's going on, Noah? Yeah, it's required. Okay, yes. And so um, that's mostly, I always check it out at like a show at a brewery that we do a lot of comedy shows at breweries. And I would always kind of, you know, dip my head in. And if if it's like a good set, maybe I will reward myself. If it if it's like a wings type or a, a taco truck for sure is kind of my uh would be my go-to. Um but and then I also wanted to bring up uh, a taco festival I went to uh, a couple years ago. Um I still remember one of the best tacos I've ever had, which was a a chicken and waffle taco. Taco, oh. uh, which is in the waffle was the shell and the chicken was like fried chicken in it and it had like um, hot sauce and uh, syrup on it oh man uh, I think about that taco a lot 
You don't and remember the place? I don't remember the place at all um, because I am a uh, piece of piece of shit. shit. Yeah, piece of shit. Uh, Chicken and waffle. Yes, uh, taco. taco festival from twenty eighteen. Twenty. Pink tank. Does that sound right? It actually was pink take, I think, because I <laughs> nice. and we should go there once because that does most sound exactly awesome right. chicken and waffles in Denver. Yes. Wow, brother, yes, 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 brother, holy shit! Let's see, where is this place? I it literally is. all I searched was chicken and waffle taco food truck. Yes, and and there it is because uh, uh, hundreds of people has have this very conversation where they're like, "I went to this place five <laughs> years ago and I remember it." Um, but no, I, I I that has to be uh, pushed up to top priority. Actually, I'm going to take you there next weekend, no matter what. So okay, that's uh, great. Um, you're yes, going to New York next yes, weekend. I forgot about that, but that's okay. Uh, we'll, oh, we'll, so we need we'll to figure mess, that out. We too. will do that off pod. Um, also, um, and this is the hard thing, and so the, so you certainly have a history with food trucks that's good to know um even now when i'm doing at it it's like oh yes i had a good food truck you know i guess the only thing you can do is just follow them on instagram and hope that they're going to be at a place nearby yes. you know because uh, now i'm looking at it this is still a food truck they haven't opened up a bricker and mortar since you've eaten there and i don't know um i don't know how we're going to be able to catch up jacob and and that's kind of the ultimate one of the ultimate things about food trucks, it's like, yeah, we have delicious food. Do you want to eat it? Call us and we'll come to you or some bullshit. Yeah. Or you can just hope we're at some street festival. Yeah. And that's, um, I, I think that's, yes, that, that is the issue that you're become too mobilized, right? You can't be pinned down enough to have like a schedule or anything like that. Uh, mm. So, uh, and not, not all, not all food trucks, not all food trucks. Um, you know, some food trucks are good on Instagram. I've seen it. Um, and then shout out to uh, King of Wings, a past episode two, Noah, that used to be a food truck and then got a brick and mortar. Um, and then, uh, yeah, use that food truck still and uh, uh, burn down the, the brick and mortar. But, uh, you know, it, it's different than that. But um, it, it's 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 great. Noah. Uh, food on wheels, you know. Food on wheels. I do know. Yeah. I mean, I know what the. I know the idea. I just, um, and they also generally do. Um, Hard to, yes, like, yes. We can't even contact. It's only catering requests on the website. So, um, yes, yes. I don't know uh, well, how we're going to, we're going to have to have a full wedding reception. Uh, why and don't you do take. that? If only someone got married recently, you know. Do you bring your food truck for catering? Yes. Do you provide plates, napkins? Yes. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, they do. Pink, pink tank can cater almost about so we're basically reviewing a place i've not eaten yet but i do want to eat there that sounds great dude bro tacos was very good um the one chicken thing on it it was mostly a i want to say a chicken dish we had um due to convenience more than a seeking it out Yes, yes, like we mentioned, we probably would have preferred the teriyaki chicken on a stick. Yes, or the or the other one, honestly, or the buffalo chicken wrap. Yes, 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 or um, just a special turkey leg edition. Yes, yes, other podcast. Could have yeah. done turkey leg. Um, so I guess now that we're thinking about it, this is fourth choice. Which on a basketball team, you know, you're still starting. Um, that's Aaron Gordon with a full strength Nuggets. So absolutely, hey, that's pretty is. good. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just I food trucks have become a craze. I understand the economy of it. Um, you know, stinky people cooking in a stinky place very closely. That sounds good. Um, you know, my thing though is like, you know, Postmates got all big and DoorDash got all big. So it's did. like, why didn't the food trucks like, why can't I call Pink T Tank to come up to my street real quick, just make the chicken waffle and then get out of here, you know? I do know. Yeah, I think that's a really good. Why doesn't it make house calls? I'm sorry, truck calls. What? Yeah. Um, and I agree. Why doesn't it do that? Yes, good. Yes, ending. And what do you think of the name, Noah? Uh, dude, bro, food. Uh, Love the name. I think the name is the best thing about it. Um, because mm -hmm. I did show you on Instagram that they actually do have pronouns on their Instagram, and they are listed as dude and bro which I think is, is just great, especially when you are 
<laughs> catering a uh, pride festival. Yes. Yes. I don't know yes. If that's gonna if that's viewed as mocking or silly or whatever but dude bro it's also just like i think it's probably um yes the most creative name of uh that they could have thought of i will say too um that's that's pro the name was probably why this was the shortest line we can find yeah. uh so uh, very good that did really work for us that were yeah. that worked for us uh for sure so and it was um, not a short line but it was the shortest line yeah it's not a not not enough to like uh yeah detract anyone from going there but yes <laughs> uh it was definitely uh feels like people may have uh, been like yeah we'll walk around and look uh you know which uh took uh two hours yeah, and we, we spent a good while, too, seeing if there was ways we could buy food without buying the tickets and, and different ways. Um, mm -hmm. All in all, this was kind of a shit show, yes. <laughs> at least um, as far as I was concerned. Um, it was good food. Uh, I hate crowds. I hate festivals. Has nothing to do with the content of the festival. We're allies. Um, right. But, like, it, it, um, Just too it many kind peeps. of puts... Just too many yeah, I put it put a damper on just the food experience, but you guys should definitely seek out Dude Bro Tacos and their slow roasted chicken. Um, I wish I wish chicken was just more of a a versatile dish in Mexican food. You know, I always am going for the the um, the pork and the asada and, and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. But yeah, yes, I do. I do want to try the Dude Bro Asada tacos mm. uh, just because I do love a carne asada. You know. We do and know, every, and everybody can listen to my upcoming podcast about girls called Carne Asada and Cooties, uh, <laughs> coming, coming this fall on the Coco Network. What do you Coco. talk? What is the ha other half about? I mean, yeah, like just, just Gavin, like gals, okay. just talking, yeah. just talking goss, you know, sipping the tea and. Yeah. Uh, now uh, people are going to hear us saying sipping the tea and we will not be invited back to the next Pride. So, uh, <laughs> Sipping the tea and you uh, I don't know what that means. Sipping the tea. I meant spilling it. And spilling that it. is why we will move on, Noah. Shout awesome. out to Bro Taco. Shout yes. out Pride. Uh, we stand with everyone. Um, and uh, I think that's going to do it for the chicken uh, section of the podcast. We are brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network, um, and you know we're you, you know we're also sponsored by the NHL champion Colorado Avalanche. Yes, Noah. sir! Uh, what a big, huge accomplishment! Huge accomplishment! Uh, I I know if you're like, oh, the podcast seems kind of somber and stuff because we were out last night, yeah. uh, just getting trashed and just, uh, jumping on a light poles. Yeah, and, throwing chairs. Uh, throwing chairs. Uh, we're we're lighting shit on fire, you know, and uh, uh, and and you know, just being white. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we were doing a bunch of white boy summer stuff last night. Let me tell you, I actually put on skates and started trying to skate down ice skate. The 16th Street Mall. Um, nobody did anything. It was it was unbelievable. Yeah, just uh, Noah gliding out there um, because he's a huge hockey fan. And if you hockey fans, uh, the pursuit of the Stanley Cup is on and it's over. But uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New Second customers match. can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Hey, if you're listening to this five days ago, bet on the Avalanche. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? Playoffs with DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and how many times your uncle will say, playoffs, it's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Just, just like my women. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Noah, the best part of the podcast. It's time for the call to action. Uh, call to action. Oh, we got a guy looking at our document. Um, this is the call to action. This is our favorite part of the show. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet five fucking dollars on any NHL team to win. You know. <laughs> 
and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Now, um, NHL yes. season's over. Yeah, yes, NHL it. season's over, but you can still bet at DraftKings Sportsbook. Sportsbook. And use uh, that promo code. And, and shout out to the other, uh, the basketball podcast member, Cam Hamsbrook. Shout out who, to Cam. Who's shout out to Cam. Who's also looking at looking the at our, the copy at the same time. So maybe Cam's episode will be coming out today also. That could mm-hmm. be cool. Shout out to Cam on the Basketball Podcast Network. Jacob, Noah, I'm so psyched to talk about basketball with you. I am too, actually, because mm-hmm. I actually just looked at a tweet and it said, basketball season does not end. And I have to agree. Yes. You know? Where do you want to start? Should we dig in the nugget stuff or should we talk about like, today because i do want to kind of uh talk about how as uh, we as comedians can can reflect on how hilarious kyrie irving is um i think uh it just to um i don't know Noah, you work i know you don't check your phone while you work but today a mini saga happened where uh i started work (laughs) and on twitter there was uh rumors of kyrie irving demanding a uh trade uh sign and trade and then within hours it was reported (laughs) that the only pretty much the only trade that kyrie irving would get is a russell wilson uh for kyrie irving trade westbrook Russell Westbrook uh, for a Kyrie Irving trade. Uh, Russell Wilson would have been a weirder trade. Way better. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Kyrie Irving and then the Nets uh, just declined that. And then all of a sudden Kyrie Irving is uh, back to being friends with Kevin Durant. And uh, uh, also just opting in to a contract, which he should have done in the first place because uh, he just gets a bunch of money, you know? So uh, what After losing about? having yes. his salary last year. <laughs> yes, his has. And he's also uh, still unvaccinated, for sure. Right. And, um, and so that never changed or anything like that. Uh, he is still... Um, he had one amazing game against the Celtics and then uh, pretty much nothing the entire series. Uh, what do you think about Kyrie, Noah? I, it's kind of confusing to me uh, why... I guess he's still a big name, so that's not that confusing. But what do you think about Kyrie, especially today? (laughs) Well, I think I would like, I would, first of all, I think today's a total microcosm of him as a person and a personality. But I would like to, my thoughts about Kyrie can pretty much be summed up with his statement by deciding to exercise his player option and continue with the contract. This is his statement. Normal people keep the world going. But those who dare to be different lead us in tomorrow. I've made my decision to opt in. See you in the fall. A11, which I assume is his uh, sign off. Mm-hmm. So yes. I think that's pretty self explanatory. You know, normal people don't make things happen. You got to be different. Um, and as far as that's going to be concerned, I can't see the Nets being more than a play in team next year. <laughs> Yeah, so very weird uh, situation overall. Uh, just, <laughs> I can't even get over the Woj tweets because there's not another like player Woj would be like, uh, no, there's no offers. <laughs> like he's well, that straight, was the craziest thing. He straight like up is like outside teams. of the Lakers. Yeah. There are currently no no teams planning pursuit of sign and trades for Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Hall of Famer, one of the greatest like ball handlers of our generation, and every single team, Sacramento. Yes. You know, <laughs> they're all just like, no, fuck it. Houston. I just, <laughs> I feel like Woj does kind of tweet facts mostly right and stuff but this is like barely a fact this is still like a rumor it's just like oh or it's just him him being like oh by the way nobody else wants him (laughs) yes yes it's like oh that is the issue and um so crazy Kyrie Irving stuff um Noah you uh it not in like a million years you would want him on the nuggets would you Mm, no right I don't think so because I mean we talk we and we'll probably get into it as far as assets and packages and how it went with the draft but it it would just it would cost too much you know and his i don't know if i want that contract yeah um and um i think he's just i think he's proven himself to be one of the most ultimate hall of famer cancers 
only to go along with like James Harden, who did play, gave Houston a lot of good years, but yeah. Kyrie is, is a real space case. And, um, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, alongside uh, Jokic, who is basically the opposite, who is, is even keeled as a basketball player can be, I think that's a bad mix. I do yes, like Kyrie, yes, yes. though. I do like to see him play, and I think he's a fucking idiot in a fun way sometimes. Yeah, well, it was super fun when he's shushing the uh, Boston Arena um, as he got swept or whatever. But um, they didn't. I don't think they they did. They get swept. They didn't get swept. They did get swept. Yes. Uh, but so a lot of drama about one player just opting into thirty six five million, which he should have uh, done in the first place. Uh, so let's talk about the Denver Nuggets. Noah, last week we did preview a little bit of the NBA draft, which did occur on thursday um a lot of stuff we talked about last week that uh didn't happen mostly right i think it's correct to say um we the, were speculating a, a kind lot of yes the both scenarios which was i mean I, it sounded like you were gonna go into it no no you're right we were we were speculating both uh the nuggets keeping their picks and drafting players which ended up happening or i still think they tried to make a package but it turns out the 21st pick and the 30th pick is not a very intriguing package, mm-hmm. which is, uh, I think, I think a lot of Nuggets fans were concerned that a trade didn't happen, which I feel weird about because I don't think those are as big of assets as most people think. People thought that they were going to trade it to like the Spurs and then get DeJounte and then the Spurs were going to have a few of those first rounds front round picks, what, two or whatever, and then that would have you know, in theory made a difference, but I don't think that was ever going to happen. Um, and as far as what actually happened, I kind of was expecting it. I don't, I mean, we've seen this historically, the nuggets historically just don't make those big trades in the draft there. They are a, and especially with this, you know, iteration of nuggets, um, you know, management front office draft capital and assets and young talent has what has been the order of the day for years and years to a pretty successful result. Um, So I was not surprised at what they ended up doing. And I'm also not upset about it because what it does is, and you talked about this too, it um, gives us a lot more um, salary space because these guys are obviously all on rookie contracts. Colin Gillespie, who I really like, is on a two-way, um, but I think he could be really good as like a real NBA player. Um, but yeah, I mean, and this is just, these guys are just backup for what could be, you know, who knows about injuries. I think any kind of um, depth in our lineup is good. Yeah. And it, it's definitely needed, um, yeah, especially with the last couple of years, for sure. Um, but it, it, just to recap, uh, Noah, the Denver Nuggets selected yes. um, at pick 21, uh, Kristen Brown from Kansas, uh, and we'll get into him a lot. They also took the Peyton Watson from UCLA at 30th, and in the second round, they took Ishmael comma gate i think is how you say it from france uh which is pretty cool uh to throw in an international player after taking actually two pretty american ass uh players from american ass schools which is also tends to work out in the draft no i don't know uh tyler hero you know it was a guy who i was like oh you're just a guy from duke and then he becomes a sixth man of the year you know so um it's just kind of stuff like that where pedigree sometimes is uh worth it um what it what jumps out to you uh, about the picks Noah? first of all um well um first of all i mean um christian brown just is coming off a national champion he played for kansas um in that national championship winning team he got a double double in the um championship game 12 points and 12 rebounds he's a hooper um, we were talking about these guys, a lot of, um, at least from what I could tell, Pate Watson and Brown, um, have, were kind of looked at for their defensive ability. And I was looking at already, um, some of the highlights, Christian Brown stuff in Kansas, at least last season. And if, um, what they were saying and like, um, the nuggets were saying about their potential for being real plug and play guys and just like perfect role players, in those defensive type um, roles, then I am 
really high on them. Um, you know, and Christian Brown also is super confident from everything that I can tell. Um, he carries himself really well um, and, you know, is a national champion. So you can't overlook those things. Yeah, Kristen Brown, um, besides having the whitest way to spell the last name Brown, um, I have, have, have warmed up a lot to this pick, the more I look into it. I, I knew about him a little bit in Kansas, um, but the more I read pre-draft kind of stuff on him, um, I really uh, really enjoy it. Uh, the ESPN, Noah, from March 15th uh, pre-draft analysis, uh, a couple of things that stuck out to me. Uh, he played four positions at Kansas. Oh. Uh, he he switched seamlessly on the perimeter, which I don't remember the last time a player on the Nuggets switched anything. <laughs> uh, and then uh, he um, he's an outstanding rebounder, too, which is going to be cool to have a guard actually crash the glass a little bit. Um, I feel like sometimes Jokic puts a lot of energy into rebounding, and he doesn't have to. He could just be a tall man who gets a bunch of rebounds, and other players can help out, you know? So that sure. seems pretty uh, good to me. And yeah, and like you said, he's a uh, championship uh, winning player um, on pretty much all levels. Um, so he is 6'6, 218. So he's not a small guy no. uh by any means uh he's actually a kind of pretty, pretty built yeah pretty legit two guard uh in the nba um a couple other things noah from the ringers um yes, draft i wanted to bring too. up uh i on ball defense is is one of the pluses uh which seems like again something the nuggets obviously need uh, and then uh, high IQ as a cutter, which is amazing and feels like probably what I would say is like the best thing to pair with Jokic right now anyway. Um, and, you know, the three, uh, you know, goes up and down. Apparently he shot better as a freshman from three. So he does have like a good season in him. Uh, looks like I guess he went down last couple of years. So that would be um, a little uh, negative on uh, Christian. Um, so uh, I don't know. No, I'm very excited about Christian Braun. I think roster wise, it makes a lot of sense. So I don't understand um, people's kind of complaints about it because I feel like he fits in seamlessly. And I think, at a floor of being like a Caruso type player that can actually score a little bit better might is amazing. And then um, right now, I think like if he can play perimeter defense better than Austin rivers and be the backup two guard, then that is a huge upgrade already. Um, yeah. I mean, totally. Um, Cause it, I mean, we, we've talked about it ad nauseum for these years about what the biggest, um, the biggest crutches for this roster and this team. It's been things like rebounding turnovers defense and what it seems like is what, um, uh, what this new, you know, whatever iteration of this new front office is for the nuggets is that they're, they're going in and trying to very specifically fill those weaknesses in the, um, roster. So yeah, I agree. Nobody has been able to defend on the perimeter. Nobody's been able to switch ever, like you've been saying, and it's been infuriating to watch. So if this guy can do both of those things, and like we were saying, he's really, he's, you know, you look at bones who is all bones. Um, but then you have this guy who is like a, an NBA type body already. So won't have to do, I mean, he'll have to develop a little bit in that way, but there's just, he seems, he seems kind of like a, um, a product that is closer. He's, he's very, he's a basketball player. He's a Hooper. I yeah. don't really, I'm going well, well to compare, uh, bones is six to one seventy, which I <laughs> yeah. think one seventy is Whoa. pretty generous. Uh, but I don't know. I don't, I guess I can't really tell by a site like that, but uh, Christian I mean, Braun, yeah, bones, six, five to 10. So bones look skinny. I mean, he, 170 certainly seems generous. Yes. You know? 
so Christian Braun already a like a bigger um, guard at that point. Um, so I just I'm very interested to see how the roster shakes out. No, and the more I look at it, he might get dealt still. But Nuggets keeping Monte Morris, I think, is the move. There's no reason to get rid of him because if you're at least a little bit worried about Jamal, like Jamal doesn't have to play every game in the season. You know, mm-hmm. like Monte could, and and if anything happened again, God forbid, Monte could uh, could uh, slide into there. So then, if God forbid Jamal gets hurt again, you have Monte starting, you have Bones backup point, and then you could have Christian Braun as a backup two guard with like an Austin Rivers or maybe hopefully a Zeke Naji playing a three is what I think. Um, but so I think this gives you a lot of flexibility with the guards. Which actually. Is, yeah. That's and that's what I'm talking about, about. And I think that's probably what they were hoping. Cause if you, if you package everything together and then for, you know, some $20 million contract, $30 million contract for whoever the fuck, God forbid he gets injured you know, then we're totally, totally fucked. And I don't really know who else that would have been, especially come draft time. Like I said, the name people were kind of floating around was DeJounte Murray. I don't think that really was um, reasonable, but I very much like this adding depth to the roster um, move, like um, strategy, because, um, you know, first of all, the team is about development, I think, Um at least we have been, and it it definitely gives us some cushioning for what could be a very long, um, you know, uh, regular season. And it's going to be different. You know, the West is going to be totally different this year. Kawhi and uh, Paul George are both back. Who knows about the Lakers? Um, and, uh, yeah, just a bunch of different factors. Yeah, yeah. So um, I agree, Noah, and I, I feel like this class is – a classic nuggets class where it's it's half um potential players like building for the future and 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 having player development but it's also like half people who can play right now and it's like a win now type situation so i don't think it i think there it could be both and i think they have uh done both um Speaking of like maybe a guy who's a little more player, player development side, uh, Peyton Watson, a forward from UCLA, was the 30th pick. Um, and Peyton, uh, I like this pick. This is a um, guy who is a top high school recruit, Noah. So again, like I was talking about pedigree, uh, mm. usually plays out. Like if, if you're like a physical specimen, uh, eventually you, you know, you kind of get a feel for the game more and you're just actually like a player. Uh, he slipped in the draft after struggling as a freshman in UCLA. Um, but he does play, again, multiple positions which uh again another thing the nuggets didn't have and uh he's a uh, a good playmaker so is basically not drafted to score at all um he's 66203 uh and so he is a uh huge um kind of forward guy and uh i'm very excited no way he um calvin booth uh said you know down the line he could be like a top defender type guy so i'm thinking totally you, you know i don't think this season would be it probably he's probably gonna take a little slower like zeke Naji type he's 19 yeah he's 19 as well Less, so. barely 20 yeah I feel like he's also like a potential guy to grow like another three or four inches and be like a huge fucking Giannis type uh, over the summer because he's so young and he's so um, not built into his frame yet. I think he could. Uh, The ringer guide has shades of Herb Jones, Noah, uh, which is our guy. So um, I think that's, you know, I mean, Again, it's the thirtieth pick, so I think that's that's a pick with a lot of upside. And there's also the reason why he's the thirtieth pick. <laughs> no, for sure. And but again, you know, if there's anyone who's gonna not put credence into the actual number that you're gonna be drafted, it should be us and and Nuggets fans. But um, yeah, for sure, um, the reason that that he falls. But you know, teams that are picking certainly teams that are picking in the top 10 and that kind of thing. They're picking players generally who are going to try to be leaders and are going to be franchise guys in the now and in the immediate. Now, when we're, you know, these two bottom picks 
for the nuggets, I'm looking at their stuff too. It's like, they're basically getting guys that are, you know, the perfect role guys. And we have already said that, but perimeter shooting rebounds or perimeter defense, rather rebounds. Um, and, um, just good. What am I, what am I seeing here? Uh, yeah. Ball handling, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so shout out to, I think it was a good draft and I did, you know, uh, I know every GM will say this, but I kind of believe Calvin Booth when he said he got the guys he wanted because they weren't like clear picks, you know? So like, I think these were actually just the dudes he wanted. So, and then they traded for the second round pick. Right. So they definitely wanted this, uh, the, the French uh, Ismael Kamagate, who's again, just kind of like a physical, uh, you know, a unicorn a little bit where it's like, yeah, let's, let's see how that, uh, that turns out. Uh, I think Noah, they should just let Pe- Peyton Watson just like hang out with Jeff Green for the whole year. Just have yeah. him follow Jeff Green the whole year, learn learn shit, learn the ropes or whatever, and uh, he'll be like a great power forward to be in the right position every time and stuff like that. So um, I'm very excited, Noah. Uh, any other draft picks that that uh, jumped out to you? We did talk about Roddy uh, mm-hmm. last week, who got picked with. Uh, for the uh, Memphis Grizzlies uh, 23rd, which seems like a round ahead of his projections. Yeah. So shout out David Roddy and someone just like uh, the, the Grizzlies uh, took a chance on a six, four guard who's two sixty. So, yeah, well, he also scored almost 20 points a game. And I mean, I guess the Rocky mountain league, but yeah. um, he's, he, I love David Roddy. I was following him all last year. Um, and he also shoots awesome. He's a fucking shooter. Um, and Memphis now is like one of those Memphis is kind of, it feels like what the nuggets were a few seasons ago, just like the ultimate young core team that, that people are either afraid of or that, you know, that they can challenge any team in the league. And that is frustrating because that was what we were about for so long. Um, but uh, good for him. Um, I totally called Paulo going number one. I said that to you guys. I said that was going to happen. Yeah, um, other s- crazy things, not not uh, really. Jeremy yeah, Grant I, went to Portland. Good yes, for him. Good that could for... be an interesting, actually, duo. Um, a full, healthy Dame. and a, a, I mean, not like a one-two duo, but just what Jeremy Grant would bring to um, a rebuilding-type Blazers. He definitely works, and I, I feel like if he wants to play with Dame, that that's good, you know. And it's good he plays for a famously black-owned uh, Portland Trailblazers. But um, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I, wa- I wanted to highlight real quick uh, Nikola Jovic to uh, went to the Miami Heat, so he's going to be a superstar probably. Uh, I think if that's fair to kind of say that the Miami Heat uh, know how to fucking pick them. And uh, let me let me ask you, uh, Noah, late bloomer who grew up playing a guard, uh, and it shows in his game as a talented playmaker with size and still learning how to thrive near the rim. Uh, that sounds like Nikola Jokic, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think he is very different. He is more of a small forward type of player. So it is, it is completely different, but uh, also um, he's more like a Gallinari type, I think than yeah. a Jokic type, but uh, I think that's going to be a great pick. Uh, I trust. It's funny how you trust in organizations. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah, the Miami Heat probably like him and it's going to be good. Uh, you know? And then if it's like, Oh, it looks like uh, the Kings uh, missed again. Uh, yeah. That seems like that's what happens. <laughs> or if the Kings get a good pick, they'll just trade him away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do, but I honestly, I mean, to your point, and we'll wrap this up, but I actually, I truly feel that way about the Nuggets at this point because, I mean, you look at Zeke Naji, that's three years ago. We we don't really even see his full potential, and he's actually still growing. He's getting bigger every time I see him on TV, and, um, you know, credit, of course, to the dearly departed Tim Conley or whatever specific influence he had on these drafts and everything, but the Nuggets, I think, are one of those teams now who – um, just develop and draft well the for for years and years, you know. So now that Nuggets for riches, sorry. Yes, 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 yes. No, you're right. So Noah, before we get out of here, I wanted to talk a little bit about free agents and throw some free agents at you uh, okay. for the Denver Nuggets. So 
uh, Calvin Booth did say he thinks it's like a, probably another move uh, away. Um, I think the roster is pretty close, but um, if people, uh, if any of uh, these unrestricted free agents maybe want to sign a minimum, uh, I think, uh, you know, these are, these are the players available. So who do, what do you think? Uh, let's start off with a fun one. What if Nurkic comes back, Noah? What would you think about Nurkic? <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> don't it, what if, like, in a souped-up Boogie Cousins role, you know? Um, I mean, he's probably he's, – he's definitely better than Boogie, so you would have to – Um, I guess so. I mean, because we were just talking about Bo, Boyan, Boban, right? Mm-hmm. Would you rather have Nurkic or Boban? Nurkic, yeah. for sure, okay. but – but um, it does bring a lot more issues. Nurkic probably won't come off the bench. And um, ultimately, I think he'll go back to the Blazers because they seem like more of an a will now move uh, after the Jeremy Grant thing. So I bet they sign him back. Uh, what about uh, Malik Monk, Noah? I like Malik uh, Monk a lot. Actually. A little bit of Malik Monk action. I think, uh, I think a, a three-point shooter off the bench would be good. Uh, the Bryn Forbes experience, I think we can say safely, was a disaster. It was. It was um, good for a few weeks, and I was on him. I mean, he does he – and we said he might get a um, – oh, he Celtics lost. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I get it. And uh, this one's my favorite, I think, Noah, which I don't think is possible, but maybe he'd take a smaller just to play with Jokic, but Bruce Brown – Okay. Uh, Bruce Brown is six four, but he was playing center for the Nets. That's how good he is at defense. So uh, I don't know another defender, maybe like a more seasoned defender than like a uh, some rookie defenders uh, might be pretty good. Maybe um, a three way, maybe a three way with the Lakers sending Kyrie there, Bruce Brown to the Nuggets, and then what we send? Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> Monte to the Nets. And then I'm not a fucking GM, people. Uh, okay, a couple more, Noah, real quick. Okay. Uh, TJ Warren. What do you think about taking a flyer on TJ Warren uh, and just being like, hey, uh, Bubble Warren and Bubble Murray on a team together uh, and just being uh, unstoppable? Uh, he's an unrestricted agent. He's also 28 years old. So um, that's it. Yeah, sorry. I was just pulling up his stuff on. I wanted to do that before you on basketball reference. Um, Let's see. Obviously, he hasn't played for like two years. Um, right. Since uh, pretty much the bubble uh, been hurt off and on. So, uh, but I think he is. I'm trying, just trying to, I was going to look at his contract specifically, but it doesn't say anything. Um, yeah, I don't mean, I don't know where the Nuggets even are in terms of cap and, and salary space. So, I don't know if that's even yeah, something I, I should be worried that much about. But right. certainly Warren can't be a guy that takes up that much. So, yeah, I don't dislike that, right? No. And last one, Noah, who uh, who might uh, be another favorite of mine and who probably would take a veteran minimum uh, to come back, Gary Harris. Noah. Yes. Uh, Gary Harris is an unrestricted free agent. Uh, how hilarious would it be to sign him back and pretty much just send RJ Hampton to uh, the Magic for Aaron Gordon, uh, which would be pretty hilarious. Um, I would like that a lot. And um, and yeah, RJ, I'm sure we'll have a great season this year. I think so. I think so. I like RJ a lot, but still yeah. uh, rather have Aaron Gordon. So, um, yes. Dang, Noah, I miss Nuggets playing basketball. I do I too, miss, man. I this, miss seeing Jokic. <laughs> this abs thing has got me actually more bummed than it makes me happy because we have all these comic friends who are hardcore abs fans posting these bullshit, you know, heartfelt things about how much they've been waiting for this. And it's like, yeah, well, our turn next. When do we get that Larry OB? You know what I mean? When I'm about ready. Larry OB, yes. And I, you know, uh, I'm just, I'm just so ready for it. I, I am too. I want to win though, too. I want it to happen, and I want ball of hoop to come back, and I want to win. Want to win, and you're a winner for listening to us here on Chicken and the Nuggets. Uh, we love you all. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug, Noah? Um, nothing to plug. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, buy our shirt. I guess we should do that more. Yeah. And um, rate, review, and subscribe. And um, I don't know. Tell people about us. 
and I'm not I'm not even fucking with you, Noah, but I signed into our megaphone uh, podcast hosting website mm-hmm. and they had a captcha like I'm not a robot thing, you know, and it's like select all the squares with fire hydrants. So that's kind of weird and seems kind of uh, like they're listening. Oh, you're so. doing that right now. I thought you were bringing that. <laughs> I thought you nope, were. I am doing that right now. Well, so. we're starting with fire hydrants and ending with fire hydrant so i hope this was worth it yes um anyway shout out love is love and um shout out to everybody and uh thanks for listening bye bye